Guys, people, today we are remembering Kobe Bryant and discussing the overall impact of his untimely and tragic death, as well as the seven other people that were in that helicopter with he and his daughter, Gigi. One of the special things I do today is read a letter that Kobe Bryant wrote to his younger self. You don't want to miss it. If you're a new listener, please subscribe, sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. Inspiration, now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Look, y'all, we not even going to try to act like it ain't what it ain't, because it is what it is. Superman is dead. That's what it feels like. Um... Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, it's like two years old. So, you know, anyway, the movie is the Justice League movie. And um, if you saw Batman versus Superman, Superman dies at the end of Batman versus Superman. And then Justice League opens up. In the opening scene, like the first three minutes of the movie, picks up. And now this is the world after Superman has died. And I really don't know what day, if it was Saturday or if it was Sunday evening. But that scene was on the television when I walked past the TV. Like, that was on. That movie was coming on. And I was like. That's what it feels like. You ever like try to kind of figure out, like gather your thoughts and gather like, yo, this feels like, why does this feel like this? And I I was seeing so many people and, and, you know, for those, well, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about, you know, the passing of Kobe Bryant. And I was like, just scrolling through social media And everyone was kind of expressing the same thing, which is, I'm not lying. That is very, very interesting to me. Like everyone has had the same reaction. Yo, I don't really get this bothered by celebrity deaths. But this one, like it feels different. And when I saw the scene of that movie, like I said, I don't remember if I saw it. Before he passed, like the day before or the day after or the night, I I don't really remember, but I just know that that's the scene I went back to. Superman is dead. Huh, I'm I'm trying to, you know, bear with me. I'm I'm trying to gather the right way to say what I want to say to y'all today. 
And I think it's important in these moments, you know, to to care. You know what I mean? Like, I, I care about this conversation. And I think it's an important conversation that we're going to, you know, navigate through. And there's some some tough things as you talk about death. You know, it, it's it's not easy. You feel me? But then I also feel like, especially as Christians, we we have to understand and be wise and be mature about the timing of things that we say. And when is the right time and the right way to have a certain conversation? You know what I mean? And you don't have to kill other people's vibe in order to do it if you do it in the right time. All right, here's the thing. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to really, <laughs> I'm trying to say this the right way and trying to really think through what I want to uh, tackle first. You know, I'll say this. I was not a Kobe Bryant basketball fan like like a crazy, you know, like Laker or Kobe Bryant fan. Um, I appreciated Kobe and what he did. I was happy that the Pistons beat him and Shaq and won our championship. But um, I didn't hate Kobe either. Um, he was definitely one of the best players ever and, you know, had a great career. However, I was a fan of retired Kobe. And I had just said this like maybe two to three weeks ago. I don't even remember who I said it to. But I said that Kobe Bryant is my favorite retired basketball player of all time. And I found myself through his retirement actually becoming more of a fan of Kobe Bryant, and it's for a couple reasons. So let me say this. Number one, a lot of athletes really struggle with finding an identity outside of basketball. And so I had appreciated that Kobe was into writing, and I never, like, read anything that he wrote, to be honest, or he and he was doing some animation things. I never watched any of that. But I watched a lot of interviews with him talking about those things. Like, I'm an interview person. I've always been like that. I like to catch people's interviews to see how they think. And I like to read things that they've written um, because I'm just really into how people think. Like, you know, what's the mind of Kobe? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Because you can hear what other people say about individuals and all that. But I want to know what you say about you. And so in watching these interviews, I have been seeing like, yo, I like that he's doing this father thing. I love that he's putting so much effort into his daughter's basketball career. I like that he was actually also giving back to current NBA players this summer. That blew me away. You had Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, which I know Kyrie was close to him. Paul George, a lot of basketball players. We're working out with Kobe in the summer, and he was teaching them, you know, the game. That's another thing that a lot of greats, you know, basketball players, they'll Hakeem Olajuwon does it. There are some that do it. But most of these greats, unless they get into coaching, they're not really trying to teach you how to be doper than them. And I'll tell you one of the most impressive things, 
and I'm speaking from, you know, I guess still in the basketball sense, is that when LeBron, now I'm a LeBron fan. You know, if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? My last name, James, come on, work with me, people. LeBron is my cousin, whether he knows it or not. I was impressed with the way that Kobe embraced LeBron coming to L.A. Because when LeBron first went to L.A., I'm like, ooh, Kobe, Mamba mentality. Like, Kobe kind of, you know, he kind of competitive. Like, I don't know if my man going to want you coming there winning and uh, trying to, you know, catch him in championships or whatnot, wearing his team jersey. But Kobe had been supporting even LeBron. LeBron had just passed Kobe on an all-time scoring list what, the day before he passed, I believe? And Kobe's last tweet is congratulating LeBron. Look, I'm a fan of all this. Like, father, like, you showing love. And so this was the Kobe that I was starting to try to follow and keep up with, you know, from an interview. Like I said, he's done some interviews with some entrepreneurs I like. Patrick Bet David is one that I watch. and. You know, so so I was starting to kind of like, yeah, like I'm 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 feeling what I'm what I'm seeing from 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 the retired Kobe. And so that's, you know, this is all obviously recent. So my heart goes out, you know, to his wife, to his children, you know, that he leaves behind, his lovely daughter, Gigi, that, you know, was in the helicopter with him, along with seven other individuals. You know, my heart goes out to their families. Some of them were families. The pilot. It's rough, man. I mean, just a heart-wrenching, gut-stirring story and situation. And I pray that, you know, they had the opportunity to repent and that their life and their souls is in Christ's hands. I pray that, you know, this situation would even cause us here to, to turn closer and draw closer to the Lord in this tough time and in a, in a time of need like this that, you know, we will be prayerful, you know, and, and really pray for these people, you know, and, and, and really pray for the world, you know, right now because, you know, again, when 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 Superman dies, you gotta you gotta understand first of all. There's a couple of things happening here. When people say this is different, and, and again, I can't speak for everyone, of course, but you know, number one, you don't usually see people. Mm, all right, how can I say this? Because what here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to compare deaths. Like I don't want to compare him to someone else like that's I, I don't like that 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 don't feel right to me so so here's what I say from what I've seen so far and people can go too far a little bit when a celebrity passes and that's sometimes the, what's uncomfortable about treading through those waters and talking through it and you know all of that but you don't have to do that but what I've seen so far with Kobe, what I really like so far, again, I can't speak for how far people might go and some people get into worshiping and just, you know, people, you know, we live in a crazy world. So there's always people that's, that's doing something, doing too much. But for most of what I've seen, what I really appreciate 
is that people are remembering Kobe for who Kobe really was. And that really hit me because I'm like, yo, nobody's fabricating stuff and creating a narrative that we didn't already know was there. Most people are talking about the Mamba mentality. And if you're a sports fan, and maybe even if you're not one, if you follow him, you know, everything I've ever read about Kobe Bryant, you know, indicates that he's the hardest working person in the world. And I mean, I've read this consistently through the years. So again, what I really like, what really hit me about this is that this people are remembering something that really happened. So it's not like we're trying to create. Oh, he was a hard worker. He loved his daughter. Like, no, my man really was at the basketball with his game with his daughter last week at the Lakers game a week or two ago. Like he legit was traveling with his daughter all the time. And so that's the first thing that I feel is different, at least for me, or, or at least resonates. Again, I don't want to. It resonates. I'm seeing people remember someone for who they really were. Now, to me, that speaks about impact. Because we all really are someone. Whether you are a celebrity or not, it really isn't all about cele- celebrity. Obviously, when you are a celebrity, more people are going to know you. That's just common sense. You know, like that's, that just comes with the territory of life. But I asked myself a question that, you know, I've asked before. Who are you? If people remember you for who you really were, who will they remember? I think that's something that we all should think about. You know, come on, man. Like, let's be real. I've been to funerals with people that I know. And I've seen people have to create a narrative to make that person better in their death than they were in their life. And I think as human beings, again, I'm not it's not my job to know. I I literally I wasn't on that helicopter. I don't know that those people gave their lives to Christ or not. I pray that they did. So I'm I'm putting that out there so that people understand that, you know, yes, that's important. That is the the foundation. But since I don't know that, I'm not going to harp on that. And these people just passed away. What I do know, you know, and what I can speak about, um, not to not to indicate that the other stuff isn't important, but I'm just dealing with what I know is that Kobe was a hard worker. And when people talk about the stories of him being a hard worker, like that's, that's on wax. That's, that's etched in stone. He really was that. And the question is, who or what are you? What will people remember about you? And I think that's an important question. You know, we don't get to control the amount of time that we have on this earth. But we do get to control what we do with it. So it's like, I'm looking at it like this, like, all right, if God gave him 41 years regardless, like, it, like let's say he was going to have 41 years regardless, right? Man, the question is, what did he do with it? And he did a lot of things. He impacted a lot of people. And, I, and I'm not saying he did everything right, but I'm not going to deal with what he did wrong today. I, I don't think this is the right time to dig in someone's past and try to think of every wrong thing that they ever did 20 years ago. I'm not going to talk about it. 
Hopefully he repented. It was a long time ago. So I, I that bothers me too if you want me to be real. When people just, the moment something happens, people dig in your past and just try to just create another story. Like, that's not what we're going to do today. Like, we're not trying to create a new story. We're not trying to get the most listens or the most views than anyone else by saying something super crazy or going completely left field to steal the story. And those are the things that bother me during times like this, when people start stealing the story, whether they steal the story and try to like start worshiping the person and making it something that is not, or whether they steal the story and start talking about, you know, now we got to talk about what this news lady said or this or that. It's like, man, look, that's not the story today. So we're going to keep the main thing, the main thing on Inspire Guys people. But what are you doing with the time that you have? Because as I was saying, if he was going to have this time, no matter what, like he could have just decided, oh, I'm going to just do nothing. I'm going to be a loser. I'm going to be a criminal. I'm going to be a deadbeat dad. You know, I don't care. And could have still passed away in the same 41 years. What my mind is on is like, okay. You know, again, Superman is dead. When Superman died in a movie, I think what happens is you're looking at Superman. You're looking at someone that that's a hero to you. You know, and, and these athletes, if we're being real, athletes become heroes to no, us normal people. Celebrities sometimes become heroes. And that's that's even why we have to, you know, balance that out and be careful with that. Right. And we can't put anyone before God, of course. You know, subconsciously, we we look at these people as invincible, as like nothing can happen to them. And the reality of it is that when something happens to Superman, it makes us have to face how fragile we really are. When Superman dies, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I can't see where this makes sense. Like. I can't see where Superman, like, that was never in the book for me. I would, like, I didn't flip through the pages front to back. I never saw the world without Superman in it. And then what happens, I believe, in our mind is, oh, if it can happen to Superman, oh, wow. Anybody, like, ooh, this is, this is fragile. Life is fragile. And that's just the truth. Life is fragile. And what I'm all about is this, y'all. Is what I'm going to do with what I have. Because we all only have what we have. And you can either take this time and waste it and do nothing. Or you can day by day figure out, mm, how can I make the most? Because look, by the grace of God, even if you live to 90 years old, that's still just a limited amount of time. That still is time with an expiration date. Let's not waste our time. Let's not waste the lives that we have. Like my grandmother passed, my grandfather passed. Like how I live is how I honor them. You know, creating things like this show and being committed to it. This is how I honor them. You feel me? And you got to find a reason to live. That's what we all got to do. Find a reason to live. Find a reason to give effort. 
If your job doesn't do it for you, find something that makes you want to work hard. Find something that makes you want to live with passion because I think the biggest thing that the enemy does is takes our purpose away. That's why this show, we balance faith and business to do what? Say it with me, people. Guide you to your purpose. Say it with me. Guide you to your purpose. Oh, guide you to your purpose. Yeah, that's what we are about. So we're going to take a quick break and go to the J. Will Music song of the day, which today I'm going to play a song from my last album. The album was entitled Inspire God's People, and the song features my brother Darius James, and it's called One Thing I Know. And like I told y'all plenty of times, I don't make music that I don't mean, so I just encourage you to listen to the words. When we come back, we are going to explore a letter that Kobe wrote to his younger self. So stick around. We'll be right back. One Thing I Know by J. Will Music. Hey! 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 Oh, you are good, good, good. Oh, you are good, good, good. Mm-hmm. I remember when I ain't even have a together. See, I was broken. You took my broken pieces. Oh, how I love you, Jesus. You were good to me when I was singing in my room You're still good to me now that I travel the world And if you take it away I know all I can say is You are good, good, good Yeah Oh, you are good, good, good Oh, if I'm rich or poor, I still love you, Lord. One thing I know is that He is good. If I'm weak or strong, I still sing this song. One thing I know is that He is good. All things to Christ When I say it, I mean it I've been blessed and stressed I know the feeling of being denied for alone Cause your credit is too low The situation is twofold On one end, we failed Looked my wife in the eyes And told her it'll never happen again The other end, we win Looked my wife in the eyes And told her God is still good in the ears God is still good on the bus God is still good in the bins God is still good when the bills do When nobody feels you And all of your friends Start to doubt faith, turn about face, leave the faith, but you believe the faith, you really need the faith. That's the one thing I know. If I'm rich or poor, I still love you, Lord. One thing I know is that He is good. If I'm weak or strong, I still sing this song. One thing I know is that He is good. If I'm rich or poor, Love you, Lord. One thing I know that He is good. If I'm weak or strong, I still sing this song. One thing I know that He is good. Christ leading. 
the way, it's nothing I can't do. It's not cockiness, I'm confident in this competence. Really, it's no competition. HR block can't account for this. Ain't no selling out, it's no amount for this. From pray for the prayed on if you're not content. Be careful trying to climb where the mountain is. And just know that your will don't amount to his. Say good, good, good. All right. Good, good, good. Say good, good, good. Good, good, good. Say good. Now you know I can't do that. Whatever. You just heard One Thing I Know by J Will Music. That is spelled J W I L M U S I C. I encourage you, if you like that song, just Google J Will Music. And you'll find all my music. Or you can search it on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and YouTube. Go- Listen, just type it in in your phone. J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. And listen to everything that you can. Go to my old stuff, my new stuff. I got a bunch of music out there. So show me some love, people. And tag me in it on social media if you get a chance. If not, just keep secretly showing me love like a lot of people do. Hey, I do want to just say, I really appreciate everyone who listens to this show every week. And, um, you know, I don't take that for granted. I mean, there's people in, like, Africa, Bahamas, like, China. I'm just being real. I don't know who some of y'all are. I don't know who listening to the show in Budapest. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm making that up. I don't think nobody listening to Budapest. But you get what I'm saying. If you want Guatemala listening to Inspire Guys people... I love you, too. All right, let's get to what is going to be, I believe, my favorite part of today's show. This is what I've been really looking forward to. And this is Kobe Bryant's letter to my younger self. Kobe wrote this piece for the Players' Tribune back on July 20th, 2016. Now, this letter that Kobe wrote is really for people who are growing and becoming successful because I've learned, and I'm learning, I should say, because I haven't arrived, but I'm learning that success is a responsibility and that, you know, the more you grow, the more you have to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, the more I grow, I'll be like, oh, I got to grow some more. That's not it because, yeah, let's get into it. Dear 17-year-old self, when your Laker dream comes true tomorrow, You need to figure out a way to invest in the future of your family and friends. This sounds simple, and you may think it's a no-brainer, but take some time to think it further. I said invest. I did not say give. Let me explain. Purely giving material things to your siblings and friends may appear to be the right decision. You love them, and they were always there for you growing up. So it's only right that they should share in your success and all that comes with it. So you buy them a car, a big house, pay all of their bills. You want them to live a beautiful, comfortable life, right? But the day will come when you realize that as much as you believe you were doing the right thing, you were actually holding them back. You will come to understand that you were taking care of them because it made you feel good. And it made you happy to see them smiling without a care in the world. And that was extremely selfish of you. While you were feeling satisfied with yourself, 
you were slowly eating away at your at their own dreams and ambitions. You were adding material things to their lives, but subtracting the most precious gifts of all independence and growth. Understand that you are about to be the leader of the family, and this involves making tough decisions, even if your siblings and friends do not understand them at the time. Invest in their future. Don't just give. Use your success, wealth, and influence to put them in the best position to realize their own dreams and find their true purpose. Put them through school, set them up with job interviews, and help them become leaders in their own right. Hold them to the same level of hard work and dedication that it took for you to get where you are now and where you will eventually go. I'm writing you now so that you can begin this process immediately and so that you don't have to deal with the hurt and struggle of weaning them off of the addiction that you facilitated. That addiction only leads to anger, resentment, and jealousy from everyone involved, including yourself. As time goes on, you will see them grow independently and have their own ambitions and their own lives, and your relationship with all of them will be much better as a result. There's plenty I could write to you, but at 17, I know you don't have the attention span to sit through 2,000 words. The next time I write to you, I may touch on the challenges of mixing blood with business. The most important advice I can give you is to make sure your parents remain parents and not managers. Before you sign that first contract, figure out the right budget for your parents, one that will allow them to live beautifully while also growing your business and setting people up for long-term success. That way, your children's kids and their kids will be able to invest in their own, own futures when the time comes. Your life is about to change. And things are about to come at you very fast. But just let this sink in a bit when you lay down at night after another nine-hour training day. Trust me, setting things up right from the beginning will avoid a ton of tears and heartache, some of which remains to this day. Much love, Kobe. 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 As you grow in life, you realize that each person's life is their own. One of the most amazingly tough lessons to learn in life is that you can't live other people's lives for them. Like, even if you love them, you feel me? Like, there are some people right now in my family that I want them to get their life together so bad because I want what's best for them. They have to want what's best for themselves. And just like you can't give me your six-pack, like if you're on a diet right now, you can't give me your blood pressure. There are things in this life that you have to work for yourself. And I think sometimes we want other people to make it just so they can make it easier for us or give us something. And I'm not saying that it doesn't come with benefits. Don't get me wrong. But what I like about Kobe writing to himself, he was writing himself tough lessons that he had learned. Because, you know, again, I'm not going to deal with some of the challenges, but he has some family challenges 
you know, due to his own success. There are people in your family that will view your success as an opportunity for themselves. And that could be tough for a person to deal with. And so I think, you know, as we are, a lot of people listen to this show are successful on the road to success and entrepreneurs and business professionals and young people who are striving to become something. As you grow, just realize you own the work. Like it's yours. It's your responsibility to use your time that you have to the best of your ability. No one else can live your life for you, good or bad. If you want to become something, if you want to achieve something, stop blaming other people. It's not their fault that you didn't make it. It's not their responsibility to give you something so you can make it. Because you're robbing yourself of the hard work that it takes to be successful. Now, that's what I got from reading Kobe's letter to himself. You know, maybe you got something different, and that's cool. Regardless of what it is, man, the situation was tragic, and lives were lost. God is still in control. We pray that their souls were saved. Because that's what really matters for us all. And I also pray that we can keep this energy to live with passion. Like live life like it means something. Let's not waste whatever you're feeling. A lot of us are hurt. But the question is, what are you going to do with the hurt? Like, are you, is it just going to fade away at some point and then you go back to living whatever type of whatever life you was living? I, I don't care. Or are you going to make it count? Because we can't reverse it, unfortunately. Are you going to make it count? Are you going to hold on to it this time and let this be the time that you get your life together? Let this be the time that you stop being lazy. Let this be the time that you do the hard work. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for each and every person that's listening to this show right now. And I pray that you meet them wherever they are. I pray that you give them the passion to live a life to please you. And that in the midst of any tragedies and all of life's ups and downs, for many people across the world, Lord, not just those who are famous, there are lives being lost every day. I pray, Lord God, that we take these moments to draw closer to you. Take these moments to realize how much we need you, how fragile this life is, and how important our time is. And Lord, there's one thing I know, and that's that you are good. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. For me, I be in my own world Create for the creator when I'm in my own world I surf below the surface It's layers to my purpose Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it The art is all natural and authentic Rivers of love, we swimming for us 
We can't drown if we fall in it If you looking for me, I be in my own world Create for the creator when I'm in my own world I surf below the surface, it's layers to my purpose Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world